0: Welcome to this week's episode of Paranormally Blonde. Um, You can watch us every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. And for those who don't want to watch but listen, you can now listen to us on Spotify every Friday. We'll replay whatever we spoke about on Wednesday and go back for a couple episodes um, so you can catch up with us Um, tonight. um, You know, it's it's after Christmas. We're getting ready for New Year's, right? We're getting we're getting there. Um, tonight we're gonna do a, a special episode, as you know. And we see anime there, kind of peeking out in the corner. Since anime has arrived uh, to Dee Dee's home and, and and blended into her family, she wasn't having dreams, um, or she was having dreams, not remembering dreams. Um, so uh, if, if you've kept up on the lives. You've heard us talk about her being a little bit of a dream (laughs) keeper. So we're curious. She's she's after a couple weeks, Didi had a dream she remembered and (laughs) she's going to share those details with us. And we're going to have a little lesson in dream analysis. And as everybody should know, Didi is our our experts in house dream analysis. So I'm excited to hear like how you come to you have the dream, you pick out the important parts. And then what those important parts mean, because I don't always remember dreams. But when I do remember them, I'm always like, what part should be the important part? I don't know if I'm if I'm focusing on the right part. I might yeah. not be. So. Yeah. So,
1: no, yeah. I mean, it takes years of practice. I, I was thinking about this morning, and I've probably been doing dream analysis for probably like 30 years, wow. maybe longer. I mean, yeah. Over yeah. 30 years I've been doing this. It's been something that's, I've always remembered my dreams. It's really close to my heart. So it's the one thing that I've really took the time to research and be consistent, mm. you know, and so that's why it's the one thing that I, I feel the most comfortable about. Yeah. And I kind of blew my own mind when I, I researched this dream and I was like, wow, when I read it back, because a lot of times I'll analyze a dream, but I don't actually write it down. Mm. I just go, huh? Okay. That yeah. makes sense, and then I move on. I like write down my dream, but not my analysis. And I just recently okay. started writing down my analysis. And when I wrote this down and read it back to myself, because even when you're writing something down, you you think you know, but it's when you come back and read it that you're like, right,
0: holy shit. <laughs> well, maybe this. it's like it's almost like a little bit of automatic writing, right? Like when you're doing the automatic writing, it makes sense at that moment while you're writing it, but you're not right. consciously making it make sense. Yeah, right? yeah. So then you exactly. go back and well, that's I think that must be something that is so natural for you that yes, you've practiced it for this long, but you know, it's like one of those things that it brings you like when something like that is is just so naturally you're like so naturally passionate about it that you want to research it like that. You just obviously have that gift. So you know, I can be into it and I can flip through the book, but I think it takes that extra something to like really go, okay, right? I mean it's just another self it's just self-work in a different way, I yes. would assume. Yeah,
1: I, I really think that's, yeah, it reminds me. And it's a lot of times with tarot, when I'll read the tarot cards for myself, it it will match what my dreams are saying as well, you mm-hmm. know. <clears throat> so I know, I mean, I do believe that um, the universe, spirits can contact you through dreams. But I think most of the time it's ourselves working with ourselves. Now, whether or mm-hmm. not there's some kind of spiritual being that is influencing it, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's kind of incredible to think how it comes out, you know, so maybe yeah, that
0: uh, that was actually just a topic on you just almost said it verbatim. It was the topic on Coast to Coast um, this this past week. It might have been Friday's episode. I'll, I'll go back and, and tag it. Um, but it was a gentleman who is one of only very few who actually has a, a degree in para Paranormal sciences, or I, I can't. He, it wasn't parapsychology. Maybe he used the word paranormal, parapsychology. I, I can't really remember what he used. But anyways, not many. He, he wrote an essay. It won five hundred million dollars. That's how much he won for writing this essay. He huh. entered it in a contest. He won it. He has studied for many, many years, <clears throat> and they were discussing. The question was posed. You know, do you think? spirits do communicate with us through dreams. And he does. He believes that. However, what they can't figure out is, is it you or is it them? Like, where's that? Where is it actually coming from? Right. Like, I guess it's a little bit of the tarot or the Ouija board, right? Are you moving it, but you're getting those answers subconsciously? I don't know. So.
1: I mean, either way, it's cool. Yeah. You know, because if a spirit's bringing this information to you it's like wow and if you're doing it yourself and it's coming out you know really amazing and you're blowing your own mind that's, right. that's also a wow right because wow. it's
0: like hey <laughs> well we are <laughs> what amazing I can do. yeah we forget that it's the dead are amazing but we're also part of that we're part <laughs> of that realm and so we're just equally as amazing the things we can do yeah. we don't give ourselves enough credit i think <laughs>
1: Totally. We don't. And I mean, right. um, I had taken a dream analysis class, which I did post on our blog. If you search our blog, you can find that class and it's very good for beginners or even people who are, you know, been doing it for years. Um, but the one thing that he said that stood out to me is he said that we're, um, our subconscious is all part of a larger consciousness or subconsciousness or universe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so like when we get like, they always say like, if you dream about a person, it's cause it's somebody you saw somewhere but okay. Basically, he implied that that's not necessarily that you've seen that, but someone okay. somewhere has seen that face in that mm-hmm. activity and it's being brought to you. So like, so if you see somebody eating at a restaurant, yeah. you never actually saw that happen, but somebody someplace else did. And that is a symbol that's being shown to you from okay. the universe. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ways mm-hmm. you could go into it. And that's why I love it because I love all the different angles and possibilities you know
0: it's endless and it's it's all something that you should ponder right because we don't know yeah. no we don't know awesome all right so what so you're gonna you you've got your dream written down you said yeah. and then you're gonna share what you wrote down for analysis yeah and sort of your thoughts on what yeah, I'll kind of
1: backtrack to how i how i came up with that and so when i read you the dream kind okay. of try to think what your first take, if that was your dream, or just hearing this dream, what you think it it kind of means, Okay, you know, what, and just keep it, you know, like in your mind. And then when I read you the analysis, see okay. if it kind of like blows your mind. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think it's going to. <laughs> so I'm just going to uh, read it to you how I wrote it down. Okay. Um, but it's like, I can actually go back. It, it's for me, it's a memory. Rather than okay. a dream, that's how I remember my dreams. It's like I was there, and so maybe that's why it's so much easier for me. Is that all my dreams for me are memories? Okay, like I was there, not necessarily okay. a dream. Okay. So, okay, so it was on. Uh, I wrote down twelve twenty. I guess that's right. What is this? Twelve twenty six. So okay, six days maybe ago. it was. Okay, so I was walking through an outdoor mall at night. I was holding a man's hand. And I remember wearing tall boots. I stood at a window with him looking into a dark room and it was a clown in a Jack in the box. And I said, I like clowns. He then took a red credit card and put it in his left shirt pocket. And I said, will it be safe there? And he smiled. Mm. (laughs) So it's like really weird, right? And I remember like walk, I remember the buildings in the mm-hmm. mall, like a modern mall with like beige buildings. It was an outdoor mall. I remember it having light, but it was almost like moonlight, like everything was closed. Okay. And so we were walking, and I'm sure that's also a symbol. Like, you could go so deep into all the symbolism that you never coming out, because literally everything <laughs> right. is a
0: symbol. <laughs> so right, I just right. took
1: the ones that stood out the most from like that, you know? Okay. So this is my analysis. This is what the dream is, is saying to me, or what I'm experiencing that. like I need to know okay I am moving forward on a path discovering the spiritual world which feels safe and while protecting my beliefs I peek through the veil and I like what I see it brings me joy it is easy to experience when I need it I do worry about my worth value but the universe reassures me it is okay and to think a new way
0: okay so, so what, I've never thought that just by looking like thinking of the dream. OK, right. So what's interesting to me is the things that you are very specifically noting from your dream. So from. Tall boots that yep. stood out to me, mm-hmm. um, outdoor mall, that kind of felt like an obvious one to be like an outdoor mall nighttime, kind of another obvious, but like the tall boots um, holding his hand. Um. You don't really mention if it is, I don't think you did, right? I don't think I already forgot that soon. Let's hope not Um, that it was not necessarily like, oh, it was my husband in my dream, but you, you just said it was a man, Yeah. but you did hold hands. Um, I find it interesting that his credit card or debit card is red and he's putting it in his left pocket. Right. Right. It's very specific, right? It's very specific.
1: And I have that, I kept having dreams where I'm either looking to the left or turning to the left, like it kept coming up and I'm like, this means, like I started to understand that things were happening to the left. Like, yeah, I remember standing on a pier one night looking to the left, like that always seems to come up. And so I finally looked that up and uh, I wrote them all down because I don't have everything memorized. But looking to the left means it's something you have not tried yet, a new path. Okay. So anytime something left is to the left, that's what that means. But like um tall boots are, let's see, where'd I write that down? Where's the tall boots? I don't see it. The tall boots was um uh oh my god. I wrote it down in here. Stand by. You're good. <laughs> like I said, I don't have everything memorized. Like well, ma- how nighttime is magic or hidden things. Okay. Um, but tall boots, where'd that go? That's funny that my mind is just like, oh, protecting your beliefs. Tall, that's what tall boots. Okay. So these
0: are not obvious, like, oh, this would mean this, like where you'd be like, oh, clearly the sun means the warmth, right? But tall boots protecting, like, that's very interesting.
1: Right. And that's why even like, that wouldn't be something that I think that I'm doing, And so, but like, I literally remember walking and looking down at my boots and seeing my stride as I'm walking, looking at my boots. And I don't know why I was looking at my boots, but I was. (laughs) So it was something that my
0: subconscious wanted to bring to my attention. So do you think that that's from your years of sort of perfecting your art of, you know, of analyzing these dreams is that I don't know if, even if I looked down and saw my feet and I noticed what I was wearing, if that would be something that would pop out when I sat down to write down, like, would that be important? Like, you know what I mean? Like you, there are certain acts about dreams that, you know, oh, was it, how did you feel? What was yep. your, you know, like you feel like when people mention certain things, it's never those kind of details. Like a putting something in a left pocket. I don't know if I would know to even think about that. Yeah. Well, red, where's red? Uh red is
1: emotional power so okay. if you're ever dreaming and red the i mean cuz it stood out that it was red yeah. i noticed that it was red i didn't see any writing on it or anything it was just a red you know piece of plastic that looked like right. a credit card he was wearing a t-shirt and he's stuck in his pocket but the whole vibe the feeling yeah. of the dream and when i have these sorts of dreams that are like about spiritual growth is i never really have emotion it's more like a discovery, okay. a learning, and it. Okay. I, I always, but I always feel safe and protected. That's what holding hands is. Is it's it's feeling um see, protection, security, support. Okay. So for me, the whole dream was, and the end was that it, it's okay
0: for me to think in new ways. You know, okay. so. So it's not that the the gentleman himself really seemed to be of important, like an no. important player. Right. I mean, he was there. It was that I was... wasn't alone basically. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And so when you woke up from this dream and this was the first dream that you could remember after not remembering your dreams, correct? Right. Yeah. So do you feel after this dream, you woke, you wake up, you write it down and how soon after you wake up, do you sit down to write your dreams?
1: I do it right away because if you, the longer you wait, the more likely you are to forget. So if you really want to analyze your dreams, a lot of times you'll wake up at like one, two o'clock in the morning with a dream. You've literally got to get up and write it down because you always think you're going to remember in the morning, (laughs) but it's unlikely you will, unless it's something super traumatizing, you might remember, you know, but the one thing is, is that once you do write it down, when you first wake up, you won't remember. And then as soon as you read it, it'll come back. Okay. which is mind blowing. And it's, so that's also a fun exercise.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you're just strengthening a muscle here that yeah. your memory muscle. So, which is interesting because I'll even be like, you know, when you're coming out of that dream state and you're like, okay, that was a really weird dream. As soon as you like, you're like, I just know when I wake up, I'm going to remember this one. And then literally like seconds, you like wake completely up and you're like, what the hell was huh? I just, I don't even yeah. remember. <laughs>
1: it's and it's like, like, it's right there and you can't yeah. remember. And it's really yeah. annoying. <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay, so that's a good, okay, so it's really about getting as soon as you have that ability to wake up and start writing, yeah. do it. So keep a journal next year better. no. Oh, you have to, better. yeah, and um, learn to
1: write in the dark, because I've even written in the dark, you know, yeah. just like a little bit of light, and I'll like I'll be like, what does that say? Yeah. But I'll be able to figure it
0: out. <laughs> so then, and, and you're just trying to do the important part. I mean, I like how you wrote it down, because I think then you, you know, I, w- I would almost feel like You know, in the beginning when you were writing, did you feel like you saw like you were putting a lot of unimportant detail in a dream or like did it take you all these years to understand like this is what I need to write down? I feel like I I would learn to
1: write the dream down in its entirety because things that you think aren't important are are Okay. And then you need to keep going through and rereading it to make sure that you didn't leave out any details. Because we, I mean, anytime we were like relaying information, half the time we forget right. little details. And by reading another detail, then you remember the right. other detail. You know? Agreed. Agreed.
0: So yeah. So now you write your dream. You sit down. You and you analyze it. I don't know why. I can't, this word is hard for me today. So you analyze your dream and you sit down. And then do you always feel compelled to do a tarot drawing, or no? no I didn't for no. this
1: one okay. I actually had started off I had pulled my um dream Oracle cards but it and I forget what they said but it wasn't anything where I was like it it wasn't enough for me you know okay. so yeah. then I started looking up all the symbols and and I, I, there were so many symbols like I noticed that my dreams um symbols really stand out to me now right like a lot of times people wouldn't remember that they just remember like being in a mall looking at their shoes maybe they'd remember that but like I I'm getting to the point where in my dream, I take note of things. Like I looked at my shoes and I made note of that. I Mm -hmm. watched that credit card go into his pocket. Like I made note of that. So like you said, I've developed some kind of like, not that I'm aware that I'm asleep because I'm not aware I'm asleep, but I'm aware of what's happening and that I'm noticing things around, you know.
0: Hmm. And I wasn't always like that. I'm trying to remember. I feel like I heard... Something about dreams, if it's almost like when you're in your dream, you know, it's like when you talk about visitations, like, oh no, it was just a dream of my my mom. Like I knew it was a dream because it was my mom doing that. But then there are those times you're in a dream where you're like, Okay, wait a minute. Like you shouldn't be here because you've passed and I oh yeah, and I'm just you know in a dream. So I I feel like it's almost like when you have those moments where you've woken up consciously in your dream and you're like, okay, wait, I'm like in a dream state. And you're, so maybe you've just trained yourself to go into that. Like I'm consciously in my dream state, taking, taking note of every little thing that needs to be important, which, so are you good at meditation? Do you feel like you are good at meditation? I don't try that often because everything's always in chaos.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it's, I, it's hard to get five minutes. Um, But the one, the few times I have been able to meditate, like I told you that time when COVID first came out, first came out like a fashion thing, (laughs) but But um, when it first started happening, um, I took my selenite and I was um, holding it and I was meditating with it and I was walking through a selenite like (laughs) tunnel and Anubis was standing to the side and he he did look at me. (laughs) It's like he knew I was there, but he did not acknowledge me and I was afraid but then I passed him, and when I passed him, I knew I would be okay. Okay. So I don't know what you would call that. It was kind of like meditation. Yeah, I was absolutely. awake. I didn't do any, like, ritual. Yeah. I just yeah. collected
0: some information. I don't know why I don't try, but. Yeah, I would almost say that because of what your ability to be aware, and that's, you know, I think that that's where people, there. there's always the, the. Um, disagreement on, on what meditation is. You know, people say meditation is clearing your mind. It's not. You're, you're, you know, or um, you know uh it, it's 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 just simply being aware of your moment and so when those thoughts come in when you're meditating and you're trying to just like release and then say you know that all of a sudden it comes in going oh my gosh i have to be somewhere at three o'clock <laughs> acknowledge that i gotta be somewhere at three o'clock and let it go back out um so it's not about not thinking about anything and then you know people will then go into envisioning the white light that traces their body which i have the hardest time. I can do it for other people. I cannot do it for myself, which is weird yeah. because I love self-discovery. I I will dig as deep as I've got to dig and I will open my closet door wide open for the world to see. Um, but I, you know, so like when you do like past life regressions, like the mere fact that you said you looked down and you saw your stride and you saw your footwear, that's like one of the first things they tell you to do during past life regression. Oh, now, look at your feet. Are they feminine? Are they masculine? Oh, that's or, interesting. Are you wearing shoes? Are you not wearing shoes? If you're wearing huh. shoes, what do they look like? And and so huh. that's where you start your and you get you know, what what ground are you walking on? So it's huh. it almost seems to me that your dreams are meditative states. And I'm curious, like, do you feel like they're good, like like do you take those lessons then and then go, okay, this is what I need to work on right now? Or do you definitely yeah, yeah. Or file them away and you know, like you know how they say like you should pull a card if you pull a card once a week, mark it down on your calendar. Don't have to necessarily have the answer right then, but you might look back and go, Oh, yeah, see that. Yes,
1: because things build upon (laughs) each other. Yeah. It's like a story being told, but in slow motion. Yeah. So do your dreams.
0: do they Sorry. connect? No, that's okay. Do your dreams connect? Do you ever have a dream maybe once once or twice a week where you're like, okay, like those kind of interconnected, and then like say another week comes by and you're like, oh my god, that like just kind of brought in the whole those two dreams. Now it's kind of like my story, the chapter, you know, the book has ended, and that's kind of what that was trying to tell me.
1: Yeah, yeah. But okay. I feel like they they always align with my waking life. Okay. And it's always like a more intelligent, rational thought of what I'm perceiving as myself with all my emotions and stuff, like my dreams. um, Sometimes I'm afraid, but generally speaking, I don't have a lot of emotion in my dreams. They tend to be more like informational, if that makes any sense, you know, even though I'm having like an experience that's still like the human experience, it's more, I don't know how to explain it, you know, but, and just like that orb dream I had, it was, there was no fear. It was just like, huh, what's happening here?
0: (laughs) So it almost seems like, I mean, can you, can you remember, like, because you've been doing dream analysis for so long, though, can you remember those beginning stages where maybe your dreams were more like regular people dreams and like you, and you did have emotion connected to them, but because you have trained yourself for so many years, like sometimes we forget, like, right, it's, it's like, using your curling iron every day for years and years and years and you leave the house and you're going, oh shit, did I turn it off? You, oh, yeah. you did. You just can't remember anymore because you're right. just so it's used to automatic. doing it. So, yeah. you know, are you, do you think, I mean, it really, to me, sounds like you've trained yourself to meditate during your REMs. Like that's your, that's your moment. And maybe because like you stated during your waking hours, it's too chaotic for you to be able to say, I need this 20 minutes to sit. You don't get yeah. that. 20 minutes without it really being planned out right and sometimes meditation can't be planned out i mean sometimes it needs to be very spontaneous where you're like yeah i need to sit so maybe this was your way of training yourself to say this is my quiet time this is my time that i speak to myself yeah which we probably all do but you really trained yourself in that moment to be able to gather as much information as you possibly can during your sleep which to me is amazing so i mean I don't think that's something I could try, I could, but I think like you stated, it would take a really, they'd take more than a week's worth of, of writing dreams down to figure it out.
1: Oh yeah. No, like (laughs) I said, I've been doing the first dream I ever remember, like dreaming about, I was in my early twenties, probably like 20, 21. I think it was 20. Okay. And it's the one I shared on the haunted uh, housewives podcast, but, um, you want me to share it? Sure. It's the only one I remember and it was a it was a night I took it as a nightmare and it used to always scare me. But now looking back on it, I realized that it it really what I shouldn't have been afraid. But I was. But I um had dreamed I was like on a road and I saw I heard a noise and there's like a, a field and a line of trees and the grass is dead and the trees weren't dead, but they didn't look good. But there was like thickness. Right. And I hear, like, what sound like this terrible creature roar, like a monster. Like anything okay. you would, you know, in a horror movie, you would hear a monster. And I look, and it's one of those matadors, you know, okay. like the horns yeah. on his head, and it's a guy. And he's running towards me. And so I start to run, and I'm terrified, and I'm running. And I, as I, I wake up, running through my house for real. So while I'm in bed wow. sleeping... At some point, running in my dream, I'm actually running through my house. And that always freaked me out because that's never happened before. It's never happened after. And so, like, I always go for two thoughts on that is could I have actually somehow my spirit was someplace that didn't belong and I was being chased out by, let's just say, a demon? Um, Or was I just having a dream that was so intense that it caused me to wake up and run, but I don't, like, walk in my sleep, you know? Right. That's that's what brought me to start analyzing and looking at my dreams or at least talking about my dreams, you know?
0: So here's a question. Do you think it's possible um, that this is, let's see, what question should I ask first? One, okay, I have so many thoughts in my head right now. So one, okay, have you ever had a dream that you felt was some sort of uh, prophetic something for another person in your life? Like, do you feel like you've ever been given information in a dream where you're like, well, this really wasn't meant for me. I kind of really feel like this was meant for, um, you know, my friend Sue down the street. Like, it really felt like I was connecting with Sue about something. Do you ever have anything like that happen? I
1: don't recall anything where I feel like I've had a connection to anybody I knew.
0: Okay. No. Because I was going to say, do you think that this could be your in to a form of mediumship? Maybe that's what I was saying
1: about the, you know, was I someplace, you know, astral right. projection or whatever you want to say, crossing dimensions somehow. Right. Um,
0: so then like if, if a dream didn't make sense to you in the, in a, I mean, I'm sure for you, you you do, like they do make sense because something stood out to you, but did you ever be like, uh, I mean, it doesn't really feel like, it's not really resonating with me, but maybe you didn't go to a specific person. But what if information's, information is being shared with you even if it's somebody you don't know, I and mean, I don't know how you would share that, but you don't know. It almost yeah. Yours just I had seems- a dream that
1: somebody commit suicide one time, and it was very, it was very detailed and very vivid, um, but it wasn't somebody I knew, so I didn't share so with anybody. Right.
0: So <laughs> then maybe perhaps when you're in this meditative state that you've trained yourself to go into, maybe that is your moment where you are connecting. And and going, you know, behind the veil to connect to the spirit world, as I'm sure a lot of us are, but because you're so conscious of what you're dreaming, you know, could you somehow, could you train yourself now to the next level, which is, um, you know, say somebody came to you or say I I reach out to you and I say, Okay, Dee, Dee here's something I'm really trying to work through. Um can you take that information with you to your dream state and see if answers come up that way? We should, you know, we should try that should as try a, that. as an, like an exercise. Yeah. Like, Cause I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I could try. And because I don't, as much as I do share, which I share almost everything. Um, <laughs> I don't, a lot of times I don't share certain struggles because I just don't. So right. It wouldn't be something that you would know because I, when I don't tell, I tell you, I don't tell anybody, I don't tell anybody. So it could be an interesting take on if I shared one of those things, if you took it with you to the dream world, what could you get from it? Like what, you know, and I wonder if that would be something that I as well would be able to be like, you know, before I go to sleep, um, you know, be like, okay, these are the, these are kind of the main points or, things that would resonate with me symbol wise like could you and I, I want to say I did do this with somebody um, actually not this exercise per se but um, trying to to connect in a dream and and maybe that's what we would end up doing maybe that's really the, the kind of just of you know the just of what that exercise would be but we did try to do that like okay this is what I'm gonna think about before I go to sleep now could we connect in the dream and oddly enough um what that person was thinking about and what I dreamed about, you could almost make it work like it was almost like, okay, but I wasn't really trying super hard, so it wasn't I mean, I tried, but I don't know like I wasn't it wasn't super per, it wasn't a personal thought. you know what I mean? Right. It wasn't yeah. anything personal to me. It was just like, okay, I'm gonna think about x, y, z, and then yeah, you know, um, so I'm wondering if we if you could get something from the other side, if that is your form of mediumship, no, which might be nice to try. Right? Take a nap, like, oh, yeah, uh, this is how I connect. I'm going to have to take a nap. <laughs> that's <laughs> That'd how I be great, rest. right? I'm, I'm going to sleep right. on it. That's right. I love that. That's my job. I'm going to sleep <laughs> and then I'll get back to you. <laughs> that's very interesting. I'm curious if. So that was on the 20th, you wrote down. So has anything happened in between the 20th and um, the 25th? Did you have any dreams that you felt that could connect to that or that are a continuation with that dream on the 20th? It's
1: funny because I had a dream, I guess it was last night or the night before, and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember what it is. Because And it's funny because I woke up and I said I should write this down, and then I didn't because... I think yeah. I had a headache or something, and I was looking yeah. for sinus pills, and then I forgot
0: about it. <laughs> like, pills take precedence over. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Well, that's very interesting, but it definitely seems like it would be something that would take a lot of patience, a lot of work, um, training. And, yeah, I, I don't think this is something that anybody could master in a week. And I'm curious, you know, who else out there we know um, on last week's episode, you got to meet Tanya from from Empty Casket Paranormal and Get uh, Haunted Network, and she's a huge dream analysis person. So I'm super yeah. curious to hear when you guys connect and what you guys talk about because I think it's a different conversation. I think it's yeah, it's such a different conversation outside of talking about even though it could be related. Yeah, um, it's just so it talk about personal, right? Yeah, like it, it is. That, it really is. Yeah, that gets even more personal, and and then it's like your really digging into like what does this mean to you so i'm curious how far along she is in hers and and if you guys are similar on how you remember dreams what you pick up from those dreams and then what do you analyze because clearly you knew in that dream tall boots nighttime left pocket holding hands moonlight sunlight but probably more moonlight because it was closed Clown in a Jack in the Box. I don't know. Do you like those? You said so in your dream. Do you?
1: <laughs> well, what did that mean? I'll tell you what that meant. Um, the clown clowns are fun or it could be fear depending. But for me, it would be fun. And I say that I like it. But when you when you read when I read my analysis, what did it mean? Oh, it's OK. So peeking behind the veil was, um, the windows looking through a window is okay. peeking through the veil, right? So anytime you have a dream and you're looking through a window, that's what you're doing. You're looking through the veil, so to okay. speak. Um, and so then I said, when I see it, it brings me joy. So that I came to that by what I was looking through the window. I was looking at a clown, but I specifically say, I like it. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I'm enjoying my journey in the paranormal, like yeah. discovering it because right. it really is fairly new to me still. I've only been really looking into for like the last five years. So, you know, I'm still new to the discovery. So I think it's fun. And the more I learn, the more exciting it gets to me, you know.
0: But it also fits with fun and fear because part of the paranormal is enjoying that adrenaline rush of the fear factor, right? Like a little bit of the, that's interesting. I I remember, um, and this was, I can't remember how many handful of years ago, I almost want to say it was before the first show that we did. Um, I I remember having a dream, but I was in, and I remember specifically I was in this house and I, it was in my all mirror bathroom. And I remember two things happened in that mirror bathroom, which I'm very curious if all the mirrors, if, you know, people have their opinion about what mirrors represent and what they can be portals, all sorts of things. Right. And this is ceiling walls, Cabinets, not cabinets anymore, but used to be completely mirrored. Um, <clears throat> but I remember looking at myself in the, those mirrors specifically. And in my dream, remembering how freaked out I got that I was looking in my own eyes. And I mean, like seeing myself and, and like it, like I could feel it in my chest and I felt like I could even feel it in my my living chest, right? Like while yeah. I was sleeping, it was like, okay, right. that's scaring me. And then I remember I called or the phone rang, I picked it up. I don't remember if it was my, it had to be a cell phone. Um, And I heard my own voice talking to me, telling me something. And I, I, everybody has a different opinion as what it means if you can see yourself. And I mean, like, I know you see yourself in your dreams. But I was looking in the mirror and looking in my eyes and I remember thinking I am looking back at myself like I'm seeing me yeah, and then hearing my voice. And I remember it freaked me out.
1: (laughs) So that's really cool, though. I can't say I ever remember actually like looking in my eyes or seeing myself or or calling myself on the phone. That is you trying to tell yourself something. That's you searching for something that you know is from within you. Or some truth that you need to know, or something. I mean, you probably don't remember what you
0: said, right? Because I never do. I never remember what's written. I don't remember what I said. I do know that I said this to myself though. Don't hang up. It's me. Oh. (laughs) Um, but also attached to that dream, I don't know why. And I don't for some reason I keep thinking it's this person, but I think that I had (laughs) stabbed Brad Pitt or Johnny (laughs) Depp. Like, I remember panicking about that, like running around the kitchen going, oh, my God, I just stabbed this star. And it was like a Brad Pitt or I don't know why. They're not even my favorite actors. But they symbolize something to you. They symbolize something. And that's when I was in the mirror looking at myself.
1: Oh, so you cut something out of your life or someone and then you're like, what is going to be the aftermath of this type of thing, right? maybe I
0: it's the only time I ever remember having and I was real you know this could have been the start of this could have been the start of my journey with Reiki because I took about nine months to study Reiki I didn't do it in a weekend I I, I took a lot of time to learn the history and the techniques and you know you really open yourself to a lot of As you know, like when you're doing the tarot where you're like, I got to back off a little bit, like I'm getting a little too deep where I'm feeling like I'm not going to be able to come to the surface. So I'm sure when I was in that kind of, you know, that, that moment of really just constantly being in that state of openness and stuff, maybe I, I feel like it was right around that time, but I, it really, it's the only time it's ever happened that I can recall. Yeah. And it really, like it freaked me out only because a lot of times you would be like I know I'm in my house and even if something is from your house you're like oh that's from my house but it's right. you know it's the room from when I was five but it's right. the house limit this was yeah. like that was my mirrored bathroom right that was well that, that was you I mean the more you talk about it, it
1: sounds like mm-hmm. you were starting that journey. and you're like saying it you are st- I'm still me I'm doing this different <laughs> thing but I'm still me like literally you said that maybe yeah Maybe.
0: I mean, I, I wish I like could reassure
1: re- yourself or,
0: oh, that's so interesting. I love that one. But it didn't feel reassuring. I guess that was the thing that was, I remember being, a that was an emotional dream for me. And, and I wish like, those are the times that I do wish that I was into those habits of writing things down because yeah. I only remember those two major things or three yeah. major things, stabbing a star. And, um, and I remember laying down on my counter. Like, yeah. And, See, like,
1: there's like, a lot of things you could still analyze it. You could go back and keep Writing down the symbols you remember and keep adding on the details. Yeah, You know, like you just, you've already added yeah. like five details as you started yeah. talking about it because it'll start to make you recall it more and yeah. more and then look up the symbols. You write down the meaning of it. Like I, I did like Carly does with the board. So I just write down each symbol oh, okay. and what they mean, right? And then you go back. It's not like something you do in a minute. I probably spent, you know, half a day going back and forth with this. Right. So, you know, you first you write everything out you can remember, keep reading it so you remember everything and things that you don't think is a detail, like say there was um, a thimble on the counter, yeah, write that down because it me- it means something. Anything that's in your dream is a symbol. Everything is a symbol.
0: So where do you get your information, though, to analyze the symbols? Where do you pick that up from? Well, in now I places? Google. So what okay. I do is I'll
1: always type in, you know, like um, dream symbolism or dream symbol red. Okay. And then I'll look and I'll see all, because it, sometimes it depends on where you're reading it. Sure. Um, but usually they'll they'll come out to the same thing. You'll read all the things and find the one that like connects. Like I've okay. learned to figure out which one connects to me. You know, okay. like clown was fear or joy. Well, the joy is what was coming through in that dream. So then I write right. down that, you know. Okay. And so I have to write down all your symbols and you should post your symbols in order. Okay, You know, and then you put all the definitions next to it. Then you start to look at it as a story and remember and read it through. And you'll actually realize what it actually meant. So put the symbols in order as they appeared in the dream. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then write their definitions. Then go back and read it as you're remembering the dream. And you can rewrite what the story is. Because the subconscious only speaks to us through symbols. It's very rare that it'll actually talk to us. Okay. But like you did talk to yourself. That's huge.
0: Yeah. No, I didn't it's
1: huge it, to talk to yourself and remember it.
0: Yeah. I didn't I did not like see like I, I remember that being very uncomfortable. Like because even when we're doing our makeup or you know, if you're fluffing your hair out or whatever, you're you're kind of just giving a quick glance. I remember this was like this was almost like soul reading myself. Like yeah. this was like like it it freaked me out. Like it yeah. was like one of those freaking me out, like yeah, oh my god. So yeah. Now you're going to, so now maybe I'll take my latest dream of cleaning the mess in my house, yeah. which is a couple dreams. You know, I've had this a couple times now. Um, you know, maybe I think, you know, I'm just, just cruising through life thinking, you know, I got my shit together. And it's like, no, you know, <laughs> you have so much cleaning up to do. It's unbelievable. <laughs> well, that's really, that's really cool. And I'm excited to hear like if anything else will connect with that dream. But it's also interesting because of, I think, what you're going to share with us about Haunted Hour, too, that almost seems like that's going to go a little bit hand in hand. And things that, you know, we'll be coming up with, you know, for the show, like, it almost seems like maybe it it is telling you something. And, you know, for the future. So I love it. And if anybody wants dream analysis. You got to check out Dee Dee and her new venture on Haunted Hour that she's going to share with us.
1: Yeah, so Haunted Hour is going to be back the first of the year, as promised, where I do my paranormal polls and chat. And I'll go back to the poll with chat on Sundays. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. The old time we used to do it was Sundays. Um, It'll be two o'clock Pacific time, so five Eastern. And then in the UK, it'll be 10 p.m. And Go then, ahead. um, I coupled that with a little mini podcast so that I can kind of say a little more of what I have to say, do a follow-up with the polls, but I would like you guys to send me your paranormal stories or scary things that happen, but mostly your dreams for dream analysis. And I can analyze your dream and you could be anonymous or you can be you. You just let me know if you want, <laughs> I'll tell you either way, yeah, right. um, right. And I just thought it'd be something fun to do with Haunted Hour. That's a supplement, you know.
0: And I think that's a great idea. Plus, it's like you said, like a lot of times, um, like Twitter is amazing. It's an amazing way to connect, but you only get what you get, right? So, yeah. so let's say, so let's just say for um, the upcoming New Year, so that will be January second. Will be the Sunday. It's the first Sunday in the New Year. So you'll put a poll up. So will you start with a poll on Sunday and then the what day would your podcast come out to elaborate? I have it
1: set to come out on the first. So the okay. podcast or like like this podcast I did because I already recorded it, it's going to be um, just me kind of coming up with a topic and a couple okay. other things that I threw in there. It's a couple minutes and then, uh, but the actual poll will appear on Sunday on haunted hour. So it won't be the actual poll, but you'll get an idea of what the poll is going to be. Okay. And then like the following week, I'll talk about what the poll results were and anything else that comes up. And if anybody shares a dream with me, then I'll do that. You know, just, it'll kind of be a potluck of stuff, but it'll be short and sweet and (laughs) (laughs) hopefully fun.
0: Well, yeah, because you'll weed me out. So it obviously will be shorter <laughs> and sweeter. You don't have me blabbing on. But so this is kind of a cool, because I think as when you were describing it to me, you did say it's kind of like your your podcast is like sharing your process with people. So they kind of, yep. and then they also can come to the show prepared for right. like, oh, okay, this is what we're going to talk about. And these are the stories I want to share as well. How okay. will they get their stories to you? Do they, do they message you through Twitter? How would you I want
1: put, them to get- I put an email. Oh, they could send it to me on Twitter. Okay. Um, on haunted hour or um I made a uh, email email hauntedhour at yahoo.com or is hour podcast at yahoo.com. Sure. Yes. I'll put it in I'll put it in the show notes. Um sure. but because um, I'm just starting so I'm just kind of figuring it yeah. out, you know. Um and it's more it's I'm using it as a pod I'm using like the podcast forum, but I wouldn't it's not really a podcast, it's more like a yeah. supplement to the the chat, you know.
0: Right. Um so, hopefully but that po- makes sense. And <laughs> all podcasts in the sense that you get to hear Dee Dee. You're, you're, she's going to give you the little, the extra, the meat. Yeah, so, the, the extras. Yeah, yeah the, the, the cool part. So, this is also something that they can find on Spotify. Right. And yeah, they'll I'll just look Spotify. up Haunted Hour Podcast. Is that how they'll look it up? Or how I would it?
1: I think it just says Haunted Hour. Again, I'll have to post the link because okay. it, it's not
0: live yet. So, I can't share okay. anything yet. So, okay. So this all comes out. You said January 1st, right? And then January 2nd, what a great way to bring in the new year. And then January 2nd will be your your back to normal, haunted hour, haunted pools, chatting, talking, um, but adding in. I hope people take you up on your offer. I hope people, one, for sure share their ghost stories because we love that. And two, um, I hope that they do take you up on sharing dreams that seem very profound to them that they need assistance analyzing. I hope that that they do that because I, I, one, I think that there is no better person to handle somebody else's dreams. You're very kind. You're very sweet. You're, and it's something that's very important to you. So I know that you would handle it, um, you know, with tact and and all that stuff. And then I think that you do put that extra bit of, um, I don't think you're BSing anybody with your analysis. I think you, you know, this is something that's important to you and that you have been doing a long time. Yeah. I don't think you're making any claims other than this is what I've been doing and this is how I do right. it. So yeah. I'm curious to see other people, um, those that have been following you for a long time, or or newcomers to Haunted Hour, when they share what they get from it. Like, what does right. it does it make sense to them as well? I, I'm right. Love yeah, that.
1: exactly. Because the reality of it is, it's the dreamer knows better than anybody. So yeah. I can give you an al- analysis and tell you what the symbols mean, but you have to take out what actually Mm -hmm. sits correctly with you, you know, don't let, if you think it meant one thing and I say it means another, you have to go with what you know in your heart it means, you know, don't go, don't let somebody tell you what you're thinking because only you know what you're thinking, (laughs) you know. That's
0: right. I love that. Well, how exciting. So everybody just remember Haunted Hour comes back on Twitter, January 2nd, go back to all the great polls because they're great questions. And I just love, I love when people answer those polls because it is always interesting to see how people answer those questions. Yeah. You know, sometimes you think it's going to go one way and it totally yeah. doesn't. <laughs> so I love <laughs> that. Um, and then please follow the Haunted Hour podcast when it goes live on Spotify. Um, you can also follow Paranormally Blonde on Spotify. Get, we, we would love the follows. And also do, you know, it, it It doesn't hurt to just hit the follow button. If you're on Spotify and you're listening to a podcast, like, yeah you know, that means a lot to the podcasters, like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it, it doesn't cost you anything to hit follow. And, you know, it's, it's not, I don't think anybody's going to shame you for hitting follow, but it does oh. mean a lot to the podcasters. And, you know, if DD, Dee Dee, I would assume it's the same way for hundred hour podcast, if she can get 50 followers on there, that means a lot. She can start advertising. And, you know, although we, you know, a lot of this stuff we do, it all comes out of our own pocket. And, you know, yeah. uh, shipping and T-shirt making and, and supplies and all that stuff. Like anything we're doing, this is all coming out of our own pocket. So sometimes it's nice to have a, just a little padding. We're not we're not looking to make millions here. Just a little padding, right? So hit that follow button. Um, also subscribe to our YouTube. Um, and if you don't follow 100 Hour on Twitter, you should. It's coming back. She's, she's back on it. It's always a great group of people that are on there. Um, also, I, I don't know why I forget this, but you did mention it. Paranormally Blind has a blog and Dee, Dee puts a lot of great things. I, I was good for a while there where I was before a show or after a show, I would write a blog and, um, you know, I you think I talk enough and I don't and then it was overflowing onto the blog. So I'll try it. Maybe I should get back on there and just add a few yeah. things, like maybe just a little whatever. Maybe we can do our, our dream exercise that we want to do together here tonight. Maybe we'll make that a blog. So if you want to know about it, we're not going to talk about it. You just going to have to read the blog. You're going to have yeah. to read the blog, blog, blog and see what we, what we did and what we came up with. Um, and then, um, so we are recorded this week, but we should be back to normal the following week. I think we have some pretty fun ideas. I don't want to put them out there yet, but um, yeah. it sounds like we got some pretty cool things for January. And, you know, we'll evolve and grow and... We'll have the same party. We'll have different parties. Who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens, right? Join the <laughs> yeah. blondes to find out what's going to happen next. So thanks yeah. so much for joining us this week. Remember your dreams. Write them down as soon as you wake up and hit up Dee, Dee. Haunted Hour for Dream Analysis. Check her out. All right, guys. Happy New Year, and we will see you next week.